Hello, this is Mary Christopher, and this is our Sunday morning meditation. Today is January the 24th, 2021. And this has been quite an amazing week. Um, had the inauguration of President Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris, the um, numbers of COVID cases continue to increase, the number of deaths continue to increase, and apparently, uh, according to the numbers, we have lost more people to the virus than were killed in World War II. And I don't know if that is a figure for the U.S. or for the world. I'm not sure. I, have, I need to check on that. That's a lot. And, of course, the ongoing drama around past president, Donald Trump. So here we are. Um, <laughs> the world, the world is, uh, what's the world doing? The world's kind of a mess. Um, and it's upside down, inside out. The other morning I was doing my early morning meditation and this one phrase just leapt into my mind, and it was rate of change. And I got to thinking about that in a meditative sort of way, and I realized that the the rate of change of our culture, I mean, like global culture, or the rate of change has been steady, steadily increasing over like the last 30 or 40 years. I mean, you could document it, you could, you know, figure that out, depending on what you took as a starting point. Um, And the other, the other... the other piece that came to mind later in the day was the word paradox because humans are not the best at dealing with paradox. Some people are. Uh, people who are live in the Eastern cultures of the world tend to be better at dealing with paradox than people who live in the West. We want either or, not both and. And so many things about being a human being and dealing with the world and the problems and the difficulties, so much of that has to do with both and. So in other words, here's an example. Human beings in general 
are capable at any given moment of in just amazing generosity and um, putting putting themselves on the line for other people. And at the same time, we're capable of incredible violence and anger and um, doing injury to other people. So that's that's one of the major things that humans have to deal with is can we can we do both and 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 work together enough enough to actually solve some problems and then the segue there is to define the problem and that's that's always <laughs> right that's the tricky part and the tricky part also is getting people to agree on what the problem is and we could put a lot of thought into that but mainly i wanted to make the point that fast change is also very hard for human beings we like things to stay the same as much as possible, but then if there's too much staying the same, we get bored, right? And bored humans are often dangerous humans, so I'm not, not recommending um, doing, doing something just to relieve boredom. But we like to know when we get up in the morning that and we turn on the the water in the kitchen or in the bathroom that will have hot and cold running water, which not all the world has. When we flip the switch on the wall that our lights will come on, when we turn the key in our car that... There'll be plenty of gasoline and everything will work right. And if we need an oil change, we can drop it off at our favorite maintenance place and get an oil change. We like to know that all those things are in place and that when we walk into the grocery store, that we can find the foods that we like and not have to substitute. Okay, so that... That's all this is just part of being a human being. We we're capable of tremendous resilience, tremendous generosity, and we're also capable of being very rigid and very stoic and just wanting things the way we want them without being particularly inclusive or listening to other people. And this is one of the difficulties that we face now is we need to do better listening to each other. Um, so here in the U.S., it's, 
it's fraught. <laughs> I have friends who are sure. They are convinced beyond any shadow of a doubt that this country is going you know where quickly. And I have other friends who are breathing huge sighs of relief because it feels like we, we're going to have maybe some stability and some facts to work with. And um, time will tell who's right. And I realized uh, myself that I am what I would call a constitutionalist. Um, there were a lot of attorneys in my life growing up, in my family. And we, did, we didn't talk a lot about the Constitution, but rule of law was a big deal in my family and that no one was above the law. Like, no one was above the law. In all caps. And that was, that was every uncle, um, that was my dad, every uncle that I knew on both sides of my family. And it was also my aunt who um, had graduated from Columbia University with one of, as, as a woman, she had graduated with one of the very earliest master's degrees in history that was given to a woman in the 20s. And she was, you know, brilliant. And we had wonderful conversations. And she was the kind of person that could, could hold a paradox. And she had great political insight. And we would have breakfast and um, read the papers and talk to each other. We would read each other, you know, little articles out of the paper um, and just have these great discussions about government and history and how things work. And I learned so much from her and from having those kinds of conversations and that was a great education for me, you know, in some respects better than sitting in a college classroom listening <laughs> to someone drone on, right? That kind of dialogue is just so great. Anyway, I learned a great deal from her. So, oh, and the other thing was when I was middle school, early high school, my mom and I were visiting my aunt and uncle on the East Coast. And my mom and I made the pilgrimage, and I think I've mentioned this before, to Philadelphia, to Constitutional Hall, to Constitution Hall. And we looked at the Constitution. It's very difficult to read it. The writing, the the writing is difficult, but we looked at all the names, and my parents thought it was very important for me to see and appreciate the Constitution. And I, I loved it. 
I thought it, that was great. I love history. Um, always gives me some perspective. And we've been talking about history and patterns in history and uh, how this country was formed, like the Revolutionary Period, Declaration of Independence, the Articles of Confederation, the Constitutional Convention. So we've been talking about that in class for one reason, to gain perspective, to give ourselves a greater understanding and perspective about what this country and other countries are going through. So we've got rapid change, which humans have difficulty with, and um, we've got very extreme, we've got extreme polarities, which puts people in a position of saying, okay, I have to choose one or the other. It's either or. But actually, in, in a lot of cases, it's both and. Both and. And that's a tricky, that's just, that path is hard for humans to do. But the better we are doing our meditation and being present, being aware, aware, keeping our hearts present, being able to listen, the more we do that, the easier it is to carry a paradox, the both and. Humans are very intelligent, very resilient, very creative, can be incredibly heartful and selfless. So I'm putting my money on people being able to do both and that we do not end up in a situation where we're choosing one race over another or one political party over another, um, but we're able to hold it all somehow. Not easy. Not, not an easy assignment here in the earth school, but one we're faced with right now. Wow, what what a what a month. Who knew? So wherever you are, whatever you're doing, I hope and I definitely pray that you're doing well, that you're safe, that you're healthy, that your family and friends are well and healthy. It's going to be a while before we get through all this. So I think we're just going to have to somehow become patient all the way down to our toes, right? Very patient, grounded. And as compassionate as we can be. And do our homework. <laughs> like the... The homework for class this week was um, to find the HBO series John Adams. 
which is just, it's based on David McCullough's book, uh, John Adams, just about the early history of the United States. And we had some good meditations, and we're being very compassionate and kind to each other. So that's something that we have worked on for a number of years. And the, the, um, the great thing about the technology we have is we get to watch history happening for our very eyes, which is not something that was true in some respects, even in the last century. But now we can sit in our living rooms or we can be at work and open our phone and watch, watch history happening. So that's a very new thing in terms of historical timelines. So I'm inside today. It's foggy, very foggy here. We don't have fog very often. But it's foggy, and it makes all the trees look very different. So, what can we do? Well, we can take good care of ourselves, stay healthy, and um, if if we do or if we're not feeling well, to take extra care of ourselves, extra precautions. We can do whatever we can for our family and for our neighbors. And we can keep ourselves as grounded and centered and calm as possible which for some days is a bit of a challenge. So let's do our meditation and see how well we can be calm and centered <laughs> and grounded. The weather was nice yesterday, so I had a good walk. And... It's, it's sort of rainy and drizzly and foggy, so I'm hoping that it clears up a little bit today so I can have another walk. Wherever you are, if you're able to be outside and meditate, that's great, under a tree, in a little pocket park somewhere in your neighborhood. And the way we do our meditations is I walk us into the meditation using our breath and then 
we're quiet for about five or six minutes, and then I walk us back out. If you've been sitting for a while, you might want to get up and stretch, ease some of the tension. Humans are meant to move. That's why we have so many hinges. (laughs) And uh, find a spot to be comfortable where you can keep your back supported. And we'll do our meditation. As you breathe in, following your breath, all the way down to the very tips of your toes. As you breathe out, following your breath out into the space all around you. Be aware of your body existing in space. As you breathe in, following your breath down into your solar plexus, feel yourself becoming more centered. As you breathe out, following your breath, Let yourself relax. Now as you breathe in, all the way down to the bottom of your lungs, be aware of how centered you are. And as you breathe out, following your breath, out into the space all around you, let yourself relax a little bit more. As you breathe in, bring your awareness to your heart. And be aware of the beating, the rhythm, and the strength of your heart. And as you breathe out, let yourself rest right there with your heart. Feeling the rhythm and the power of your heart 
even if your heart's not beating perfectly. Let yourself rest with that rhythm.
And now as you breathe in, following your breath, all the way down to the tips of your toes, be aware of how centered you are. As you breathe out, following your breath, out into the space all around you, be aware of how relaxed you are. As you breathe in, all the way down to your solar plexus, be aware how, of how centered and calm you are. And as you breathe out, following your breath, out into the space all around you, when you're ready, gently open your eyes. Oh, that felt good. Studies have shown, scientific studies have shown, that two or three five-minute meditations during your day can be as beneficial in lowering stress lowering your tension helping you to relax as one long like 20 or 30 minute meditation so keep that in mind sometimes it's easier to fit two or three five-minute meditations into our day than a 20 or 30 minute or even an hour. So give it a try. See how it works. Have a wonderful week. Take really good care of yourself. And keep up all that good work. Talk to you soon.